Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. First of all, it's, it's when, the, when the lights come on, the priests come out at night. So, you know, when they come on, it's time to shine. You're listening to the From the Pink Seats podcast. Powered by the State of Louisville Network. It is the offseason for Louisville football, but we are back with another episode of From the Pink Seats podcast. I am Jacob Lane. He is Vincent Lococo. Matt McGavick has the night off from the show, out covering a Louisville baseball game. We've got you covered here tonight, and we've got a great episode in store. This is an episode that uh, is going to be a little different. We're going to talk about Louisville football, but not in the way that we traditionally would, Vince, where we break down a game or we interview a player and talk about his experience on the field, off the field, whatever. Uh, tonight's guest is um, Chris Morgan, who is campus director of UofL FCA on campus and has served as the team chaplain for the football program and several other programs uh, throughout his time at Louisville. What Chris and his team have done there is absolutely incredible. And when I say tonight's episode is going to be great, it's because we're going to talk about um, what God is doing on UofL's campus uh, and through UofL's athletes who are just incredible human beings. I'll let Vince uh, talk here shortly about FCA. Uh, why don't we welcome him in? But um, Chris and their team dedicate their lives to making sure uh, that Louisville's athletes have a strong foundation in their faith and have a place to go to be accepted as people and not athletes and not always talk sports, but to, to have real emotions um, and have real growth as human beings. So um, tonight we're going to talk to Chris about that. Talk about the journey of FCA for Louisville because it wasn't always what it is now where there's uh, hundreds and hundreds of athletes participating on a weekly basis. But uh, we're going to talk about uh, Chris's role um, at the university and what he does and what FCA is doing. And, and then, of course, uh, upcoming on April uh, 25th, on uh, Monday, April 25th, is the UofL FCA Night of Champions. Uh, it's a big event for Louisville they put on to, to fundraise and really try to share stories about what they're doing on campus. And so we're going to talk to Chris about all that long winded way of introducing our, our uh, good friend here, Vince Lococo. Vince, um, you are a former U uh, of L athlete. Um, you are a former U of L FCA member, if I'm not mistaken, I think I've seen you wear the Correct. shirts around the yep. pod. Yep. Um, tell me a little bit uh, about your experience with FCA um, and tell me a little bit about what you know about Chris Morgan and what you'd like the audience tonight to take away uh, from Chris Morgan. Where can I begin with Chris Morgan? I mean, for starters, it goes way, 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 way back before I was born. Jacob was born. My dad and Chris grew up together. Uh, they were, you know, 13 years old whenever Chris moved back from Memphis to Louisville. They became very good friends after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, both attended Jaytown High School together. They graduated in 1992, played baseball and football as teammates. Yep. Uh, Chris, believe it or not, people, y'all might not believe me seeing Chris now, he was an all-district offensive lineman and defensive lineman, which is hilarious. Hilarious. Ca- hilarious. Captain, captain on both sides of the ball. Uh, my dad threw this in here. My dad sent me all these all these notes, by the way, public. Uh my dad was sacked zero times his senior year 
and they ended up going seven and three. I'm pretty sure those two, two of those losses okay. were San X and Trinity. They can never hang in with those guys. But so, uh, so he was uh, Chris Morgan was Makai Becton to your dad's Lamar Jackson. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Except you know, I would say Chris is a little bit better. He went both ways. But <laughs> there you go. There. Back on the story and how I know Chris, it you know everything is kind of wild for my dad in college at Bellarmine, and uh, things aren't going well. And Chris calls my dad and says, uh, you know, why don't you go ahead and transfer to, why don't you go ahead and transfer to Bella, uh, to, excuse me, to Campbellsville University. And that happened in 1996. So my dad said he was a huge, you know, he was the one responsible for getting them down to Campbellsville. And, you know, from there, Chris meets, Chris introduces my dad to my mom. And that's where things kick off with my parents. Uh, Chris was there when my grandfather passed away and he was, you know, prayed over him before he passed away. Then Chris baptized my dad, Chris baptized me. He was at my grandmother's funeral. I go way back with Chris Morgan. Like when I was taking my visits to Louisville, yes, I would take some pictures here and there with some coaches and some players, but like the guy I was more interested in seeing was Chris Morgan. Mm. He is an extreme gift in my life and my parents' lives. I mean, I would not be here if it was not for Chris Morgan. He's kind of like your funny to think about. He's like your assistant daddy. That's yeah. <laughs> Chris, in many ways, you know, acted as that second dad to me mm-hmm. whenever I was in college. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I go to him for everything. Yeah. Tear my ACL once, you know, everything's all good. You know, I'm trying to be all tough and stuff to my teammates. I'm going to be all right, boys. Five and a half months. That's what Day Williams had just made. Like five mm-hmm. and a half months, six months, I'll be all right. Go in Chris's office. Man, you would have thought I was a child who you just took away his toy. Right, man. Immediately start bawling my eyes out, crying. And Chris, what am I going to do? I'm going to walk on, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, him praying over you and him, his words, they, they just have power and meaning behind it. And I believe it's because he's so genuine and he truly cares about our athletes. Like when I – would show uh, people tours of our facility and stuff. When you're recruiting, you want to recruit the player, obviously, but you want to recruit the mom, the dad, and the brother just as hard. When I'd stop by Chris Morgan's office, whether he'd be in there or not, I I would tell people, like, this is the most important guy on campus right here. Like, this right here is the reason we'll take care of your baby. We'll Mm -hmm. make sure he is on the right path. He's doing the right things. We'll make sure he's in church. We'll make sure he's good. And for a lot of parents, that's a comforting thing to hear and know that, you know, I'm an example of that, that, that he's going to follow through with it. You know, a lot of people can say it and it'll mm-hmm. be fugazi, but, you know, Chris follows through with it and he's the most genuine person on campus and I truly do love him. So you can see here as a former athlete, Vince uh, is speaking, um, you know, probably the same way that hundreds of athletes feel. Uh, and they can share similar stories about Chris's impact. So, uh, hey, whether you're, you know, involved in a church, involved in FCA, uh, whether or not uh, you go, you know, you're a Louisville football fan, regardless, there are going to be some really good things in here, university, and about just what they're doing with student life. Uh, Chris loves people for people. I'm so excited for you all to get to meet tonight on the podcast and get to, to talk to you a little bit more. So, without further ado, uh, please stay tuned and welcome in Chris Morgan. All right.
All right. Our guest tonight, Chris Morgan uh, from the University of Louisville, the campus director of the University of Louisville FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Chris, welcome into From the Pink Seats. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you guys so much for having me. Of course, man. This is an episode that uh, we've been talking about for a while. Um, and, and it's great that the, the FCA Night of Champions event is coming up. It's perfectly timed to be able to kind of tee up some of this conversation. But uh, we, we talked a little bit about it in the intro, but just for the, the audience, um, you know, who aren't students, maybe who only follow football, don't really have, you know, a full picture of, uh, you know, athletics as a whole. Um, just tell the, the, the audience a little bit about yourself and what your, you know, your role is with UofL FCA. Yeah, with F- FCA, I've been on staff with FCA for 23 years. So FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, where we, we want to use the platform of athletics um, uh, to talk about having a relationship with Christ. It's not a pushy, pushy deal, but, but we, we believe that God has given everybody a gift. And, and with that gift, we believe that, that we can go out, and, or you guys, or those guys could go out and really girls and use their athletic ability to bring glory to God. Um, so I've, I've really, really enjoyed doing that. Um, I played football in college, played at a small school, NAI school, Campbellsville University. And it's, it's, it's there at Campbellsville that I gave my life to Christ uh, my senior year in college. And so, um, yeah, when I got out of college, um, I, I loved athletics and now I have this burning desire um, to do the work of the Lord. And, and FCA kind of fulfilled both of those passions that I have. Yeah. And Vince shared a little bit about um, how he knows you and his background and then a little bit about the Campbellsville days, but I, I heard that you weren't so bad of a player yourself. You know, we, he used the comparison, Makai Becton being able to hold up that offensive line said you even played two way, a little bit of defensive line as well. So you, you were a player yourself back in the day. That's right. Well, Chris, you, you know, you know, Pops had, <laughs> you know, Pops had to fill me in on some details of, you know, you playing both ways, O-line, D-line in high school. And, and take that's, care what he said. that's what he always. says now. So tell me specifically with athletics and athletes in general. I know you mentioned kind of that you played football in high school and college, but where does your passion for athletes the, as, the, as people, where does that come from? I have a love for people in general. Um, mm-hmm. My senior year in college, um, Lou Holtz um, was at a camp and I remember him speaking and saying, everybody should have a mission statement in life. And, and I was challenged. I mean, I was challenged. I went back. I started thinking about what would that be like to have a mission statement for your life mm-hmm. and companies have it. Organizations have it. Churches have it. All these different places have mission statements. So, so I, I was challenged to, to create one for my life. And, and my mission statement is life is to serve all in such a way that as I serve all, all will see Jesus in me. And, and man, I, I stick with that. So if you kind of want to break that down to serve, you know, it gives you a, a servant doesn't care um, what day it is. doesn't care the circumstance. He's there for a distinct purpose to serve all that as we serve all, all will see Jesus in us. And so, um, yeah, all means all. So it doesn't matter if it's an athlete. It doesn't matter if it's black. It doesn't matter if it's white, girl, guy. And you can fill in any any answer with you want that. My mission statement is to serve all in such a way that as I serve all, all see Jesus in me. So it's a it's a thing of just working with excellence. I think people watch how you live your life. Yeah, they listen to what you say, but they watch how you live more than what you say. And so that's that's always been something that I want um, to live by. 
So, Chris, let's move into those uh, those Monday nights. Whenever I started going to FCA, we had, what, probably two, 300 athletes in there sometimes on a Monday? Yeah. When you originally started, Eric Wood had mentioned it. You had mentioned it in multiple Bible studies that I've been a part of. You all originally started with around 12 student athletes. Can you explain to the public what it's meant to you and your family to see, you know, FCA grow so much with this university? Yeah, we started out actually 12. I would have taken 12. It was actually half of that. We started out with six. <laughs> and so, and it was, it was really on purpose. It was really on purpose to start with that many, because that's how many showed up the first night. We wasn't going to hype it up. We was, we were going to be faithful with, with whatever people came. And there's a, there's a story. It's called water the bamboo. And basically what you do is this bamboo plant, you bury it and you're, you're watering it. You're faithful in just watering that plant. Uh, and you see zero results for year one, zero results, two, zero results on year three. And then on year four, you start to water it and it actually starts to grow and it grows so quickly. Um, and that's, that's what we did with FCA. We wanted to be faithful with those six, but we wanted to challenge those six to go out and get others. And that's what they did. So we went from like six to 20 and from 20 to 50 and from 50 to 100. And, and we, we have been up to as many as 400. Now, obviously, it, it trickles down. You know, COVID hit just like everything else. I, I think it, 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 it kind of took a, a backseat as far as Monday night. But earlier on, we was defined by Monday night. That was the, really the only thing that was going on was Monday night. And so we kind of evolved from that where we started to build relationships with coaches, with athletes, and we started to build our staff. So instead of just Monday night having one big thing, FCA was going throughout the week serving people right where they were. It wasn't a pushy thing, but people knew, hey, these guys and girls are different. They don't want anything from me. They don't want my autograph. They don't want a picture. They don't want this. They just, they just, they just want to do life with us. And, and so what happened is we started to kind of get involved with teams, serving. I've charted plays. I've lined fields. I've filled water bottles. I've done all kinds of certain things, man. That I've it, seen you in the weight room uh, working out, too. Yeah, and now I'm getting old, man. I don't know if I can keep up with that anymore. <laughs> that's how many other team chaplains around the country you know that's going to work out with the team? Come on now. That, that was always awesome for me. I'm like, if Chris is over here, doing this i have zero excuses for you know not giving my full effort here so chris you mentioned like being around all these different coaches and things and how you all have implemented fca with uh just on campus what's it been like being around multiple different head coaches multiple different people staffs i mean it's college sports it's ever-changing people up and leave you know every every day just for family reasons for money for whatever so what's it been like just being around so many different people and being able to impact all these different coaches yeah i i love working with coaches um because as i as i've grown older i'm i'm these guys ages now and whether it's a, a wife or children or just situations that come up i feel like I'm, i can almost relate more with the coaches now in my stage of life than i can with the athlete but it's been a joy for me to walk with coaches because, again, with athletics, you always got somebody coming at you with some kind of possible angle. 
They want you to be part of something. They want you to sign this. They, they want something from you. When I don't want anything from them, I want really, I want to do life with them. I want them to be the man that God's called them to be. I want them to be the husband that God's called them to be, the friend. Um, and I also want them to win and excel on the field. Sure. I want them to be the best. I want them to be the best that they possibly can be. You no, know, not for a raise or an extension, but I, I, I want to see men of character, women of character and virtue to be at the highest level where people can say, hey, these people can do it the right way and they can still love Christ. And again, it's not a it's not a pushy. That's all you talk about. But your life has changed. I believe that when you have a true, vibrant relationship with Christ, it, it doesn't have to be a pushy thing. Man, it's, it's, it's how I live my life. Mm-hmm. And, and and people, I want people to be drawn to that, not to see me, but see that, hey, you can do the right things, man. You can be a, 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 a solid, rounded individual that's, that's grounded in truth. And, and I want to live my life like that. Yeah, one thing I've I've been really um, like enjoying watching from a distance with FCA is how you know you talk about the coaches, but even you know former players and, and alumni have gotten involved, and it's really kind of this um, unification of athletics as a whole. You have football players, you have basketball players, you have women's basketball players, you have softball players, and it's all these people coming together with you know different backgrounds, um, different upbringings to to just be together. What has it been like for you to see people like Eric Wood, Scott Satterfield, um, you know, some of the coaches um, come alongside of you and be, you know, willing to volunteer their houses, being willing to um, d- to get involved and really, really uh, invest in lives outside of just X's and O's? Like, what's that been like for you to see that kind of happen in real time? Yes, yeah, it's, it's been a really neat thing to watch guys um, grow in this program and then go out and whether they're getting married or whether they're having a family. Um, and inviting us as an FCA group to go out to their house. And, and because these lives were impacted when they were, you know, 18 to 23 years old. So they, they remember and they haven't been removed from it that long um, because because we, we talk about issues that they deal with on a, const, a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. So when, to see a former athlete or a coach really grab a hold of that, that, that's a sweet thing because it's one thing for the FCA guy to say that. It's, it's almost like you're kind of expected to say that. But when a head coach or an assistant coach or a former all, all pro or a starting linebacker, when those guys start to come and they start to talk about it, and it's, it's not just a football thing. You know, it's a, it's a track and field. It's a lacrosse. It's field hockey. It, it's, it's, it's taking these, all these little tentacles of, of going to all different sports, even, even non-athletic Mm-hmm. We've got a couple couple general students that want to come in and they're more than welcome to come. Mm-hmm. But when you look around and you're like, hey, 98% of these, these folks are athletes, you're either going to start to click and really start to gel with them mm-hmm. and say, hey, I, I see them besides their or besides their helmet or besides mm-hmm. their sport. These are actually people that I could do life yeah. with. And I think when because you'll be a former athlete a lot longer than you're a current athlete. Mm-hmm. and oh, so I, I think that that's what fca yeah yeah you're knowing it now aren't you? <laughs> um that's that's why i like fca because mm-hmm. fca if, if i were a non-believer you're welcome that though anyone is welcome to come to fca but what i've seen that 
even a person that does not have a solid faith will come in and they feel a community that you have a track and you have a basketball and you have a swimming and diving and you have all these sports that can come together and they're not getting that on other campuses. They're not getting that. Um, I mean, there, there's athletic teams that go a long time and don't have any interaction with another sport. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what FCA does. It sets yeah. up an avenue and a, and, and a space and a place mm-hmm. for athletes to come just as they are. Um, and, and we see them more than, than a jersey number. We yeah. see them more than – I don't know anybody's stats on there. Yeah. I, I don't keep up with their stats. I don't know their, their line. I don't know what their NIL deal is. And yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, I just want to love them for who they are. Yeah. And, and when I do that, an athlete and a person, they can look in. I mean, they're smart individuals. And they can say, hey, this guy doesn't have an angle. He truly cares for me. Um, I'm going to keep coming. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a Chick-fil-A sandwich. I'm going to listen to kind of what they're talking about. And, and, and then they'll start to understand, hey, this is not about Chris. This is about that God has a purpose for my life. Mm-hmm. This, this is about something bigger than myself. And that's what's pretty cool about it. Yeah, it's really cool. You mentioned the athletes interacting. You know, one thing that I found interesting is you go to a basketball game and you'll see softball players there. You'll see baseball players. You'll see football players there. At the spring uh, scrimmage a couple weeks ago, I, I saw uh, a few of the women's basketball players who just came back from a you know devastating Final Four loss. They're supporting their friends mm-hmm. on the football field. So it's really, I think, uh, fans you know in their fan mindset kind of miss some of those things. But when they do catch them, man, it really it really gives you the vibe of why Louisville is so special. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I think people see that when they understand. Let me ask you about um, FCA and Scott Satterfield. I've listened to n- a number of different interviews with Scott. Talk about his faith and how important that's been in his life. I listened to him um, right before the pandemic, right after he got hired at uh, Northeast Christian Church, uh, along with Dan McDonald up there. Um, I've, I've always been fascinated by just the incredible person that Scott Satterfield is and how he really cares about people, much like you're talking about so let me ask you this how has scott embraced um you and and fca in general yeah i mean from the moment scott stepped on this campus you know there there was a connection um jerry moore was his college coach Mm -hmm. and and jerry moore is a solid guy just and he's he's just a perfect individual and so i i knew of jerry just through fca and Mm -hmm. his background of of just being a man of faith and so I, i got scott's number and I reached out to him and said, hey, I, I heard that you're taking this job and I would love to connect with you when you get when you get in town. And he was very quick to respond and said, hey, you know, I'm 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 a huge fan of, of FCA. And, you know, as far as being around the guys, not only for the guys, but for me, I just want you to know I need this for me. And when a coach says that, mm-hmm. that that's that's a huge thing because there's a sense of humility that comes with somebody that they need something. A lot of coaches aren't going to do that. A lot of coaches say, Hey, I'm, I'm good. I don't need any help. I got this. But when a person says, Hey, I, I want you to be part of my program. And then I met, I met with him. We, and, you know, we hit it off his entire staff. Um, they're, they're real people. Mm-hmm. You know, these, these are people that have, they have a proper perspective they have a proper perspective and they, and they want to win, man. They want to win better more than anybody in our community. Um, but they want to do it the right way. They, yeah. they want, they want to grow from the inside out and you don't want, I mean, one of the 
worst things you can do is get a fire and throw like lighter fluid on it and have this big, this big flame, but then it goes out. What you want with a program, what you want with a person's heart is you want those slow embers that burn, you know, that almost like that orange colored fire coals that continue to burn a long time. You're not trying to build a season. You're trying to build a program. And sometimes that takes, that takes a little bit of time, but these are solid guys. Um, I love Scott. Um, I, I love some of those coaches I get a chance to work with. I mean, I've been through six, six head coaches. I've been incredible. So it's, it's, it's been and each coach has their own, their own different um, style, their own different acceptance of me. And, mm-hmm. and we all got a story, but I, I still kind of keep up with every one of those coaches in some shape, form, or fashion um, throughout the years. Chris, I mean, those – as soon as you started talking about Coach Set, the first thing that came to my mind, and we didn't even have it written down on our notes, was those Wednesday nights. Uh, you guys go and do uh, – for the people that don't know, Coach Set and the staff on Wednesday night, they go, they get Wendy's, they go head over to Coach Sat's house, and they don't even talk ball. Uh, I believe there's no football talk even going on there, Chris. It's all faith. Uh, you as a person – can, can you speak on those Wednesday nights at all? No, no, I don't think that he would mind on that. And it's 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 not something that I came up with. It's something that that I just inherited, which was a great thing. It's, yeah, with it's Co- with Coach Moore. As soon as you mentioned Coach Moore, that's what we brought with Carwell and Sad. We we've talked about Coach Moore extensively already on the show, which is ironic. You brought that up. Yeah, Coach 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 Moore started a lot of great traditions. But what the fire is basically is is, is there's not a program in the country that's going to get off a little earlier on Wednesday during the season. I'm talking mm-hmm. about during the season on a Wednesday, getting at the coach's house with fire, with a fire pit in the back and, and getting some food um, and just talking about life. I'll bring in a different speaker. They come in every week. It could be a Navy SEAL. It could be a pastor. It could be a former player. It could be um, a business owner. It could be, We've had, I mean, over the past four years, three and a half years, we've had some incredible people. But it's nothing about football. It's it's about something about developing them as guys just sitting and eating Wendy's. Now, Wendy's, mind you, I, I had talked to several restaurants. This this tells you a little bit about how these guys are. Okay, I told Coach Sat, I said, hey, I'll get a I'll get a nice restaurant to cater this on Wednesdays if you want. And he said, nah, man, we're going to get Wendy's. That four for four slaps. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> well, you chicken nuggets, the burger. And the, and and the the quote, I don't think he'll care. I don't think that he'll care that I'll say this. But he's like, man, there's something about a greasy cheeseburger. There's just something coach, about man. that. That's, that's right, my head coach. That is I love my, it. I, I absolutely. Love that, it's like, yeah, that's incredible. And they've been faithful with that, you know, and I, and going back, Jacob, going back to one of your questions that you said is one of the things I think has been really um, monumental for us is we're former athletes. So to be, to be in a locker room, um, you're not starstruck, but at the same time, you, you know, you know, the game enough to realize that this means a lot. And, and you, you start to feel for these guys that they want to win so bad that when they when we fall up on the short end of the stick, I hurt with those guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's I sit there and watch them. They've put so much time and effort and they're not trying to throw the game. 
Okay, so they're trying their hardest. And when they hurt, you hurt. When they are excited and they win, you cheer. When you're dancing in the locker room, you're dancing with them. But I tell you what, when they when they hurt, you're quiet and you're somber and you just listen. Mm-hmm. And and I think what over the years what has happened is you we have deserved the right to be heard because they they know that we whether it's a win or whether it's a loss. The time that you look at somebody that who's in your locker room is not when you win, but look in your locker room when you lose. And those are the people that you want to do life with. And as I've started to do, I've been part of this ministry for 23 years. I've been in a lot of winning locker rooms, man. And that's an exciting time. But I've also been in some locker rooms where you don't eat, you just don't lose. It's gut wrenching losses. Mm-hmm. And, and they're looking for someone that's going to be on their side, whether it's here or whether it's here. And I think sometimes as fans, we can forget that, you know, that we, we want, we want to be with these young men and women when they win and when they lose. And that goes, that's one of the most important things you can do that we can do as people and as a community has come around these, these men and women when they compete. Yeah, you, you talk about that, Chris, and a lot of people don't see athletes as people. They see us more as robots and, you know, we're supposed to win, 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 win. No fun. Focus on your sport. Focus on your sport. And, you know, roll an ankle, get injured, whatever. It's all about how quick you can come back. You know, I, I've been in your office twice, crying my eyes out about an ACL injury, you know. Yeah. What is it like? I'm, I'm trying to word this correctly. What's it like? seeing these athletes as human as as people every single day if that makes sense like you you just see them in a completely different light a lot of guys don't come to you with a playbook question they don't come to you with a you know what we're gonna do with this scheme or anything like that Mm -hmm. they come to you with for a playbook on life as you like to call it Mm -hmm. yeah i guess vince my my thing is that if you put your whole trust in something some things are going to fail you in life and, and you've got to put yourself in, you got to put your faith and trust in something that's bigger than yourself. And, and, and I love my wife. God has blessed me with a beautiful wife that I love with all my heart, Tammy, three beautiful daughters um, and an awesome life that he has given me. But my identity is not found in my wife. My identity is not found in my kids. My identity is not found in my job. My identity is not found in a car or a home because all of those things, as much as I like them, they can be taken away from me at any moment. And so my identity has to be in something that cannot be taken and it cannot be stolen. It cannot be in me. For me personally, I believe that that comes in a relationship with Christ, that he's never failed me. He's never let me down. He's always been that that anchor that when storms came and and will come, my anchor will hold strong in him. And so that's that's what I want. At the end of the day, I'm going to build a relationship. I don't care if you're a a believer, a non-believer. And and again, you can say anything that you want with that. I believe that once you know that I, I care for you as a person, not because of your stats or this or that. They're like, hey, I can really have some true, authentic conversations with this guy. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't have to agree with what he says. And he still loves me. He still cares for me. And I think when you have those true, authentic relationships with people, that's what, that's when you start chopping some serious wood with people. That's when you really start getting to the core of what, what love and respect and all of those, those attributes are. So uh, my dad was fortunate enough to be baptized by you. I was fortunate enough to be baptized by you. There have been countless other athletes. I believe you baptized Brock Travelstead last Sunday, if I'm correct. What's it been like to be able to baptize so many athletes and bring so many people into this life? Yeah, the the baptism thing is really just a – man, it's like a party. Yes, it is. That was so fun. Mom and dad were out there. Oof. Yeah, it's like I remember a, it's that like, like it was yesterday. It's like a birthday party, but there's there even even the build up to that is like you start having some deeper conversations where your people are searching for something. They they want to know the answers to certain things, and I don't have all those answers. Mm-hmm. But what I can do is me and you can we can listen to one another, and we can start. I believe is in scripture. And, and as I look to it, we start doing just some life together and, and, and don't have to agree with all of it, but just, just coming back and forth. Once we start having those things, then we can meet at a common ground and we start to grow together. We start to grow together. And then I think as we start to read, those answers start to become more evident. Those, those answers start to become more evident. And then when those answers become more evident, then you're answering your own kind of questions because I, I believe that the Lord kind of, he, he, he kind of speaks to our heart. I've never heard an audible voice, man. I don't know what that voice sounds like, but I think he speaks to my heart and he speaks to my heart. And therefore I, 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 I want, I want to do life with people, but yeah, those, those baptisms are sweet, man. When you can get in the water because a baptism really is just an outward sign of an inward change. And it's really not just for the person being baptized, but it's really for everybody else that's watching that, man, they can celebrate that and they can realize that they can identify with that, that person. So that's, that's what it's about. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen the Chris Morgan baptisms up a close and personal throughout the years to have attended Southeast and, and just seeing videos and stuff, man, those bear hugs. I'm sure the baptized person probably feel those hugs from you because of the, you know, the brute strength that you give in that tub, man, I'm telling you. Um, I'm going to tell you what's so cool about that. What's so cool about that is it's not, it's not really about me. It's, it's, you know, in, in first Corinthians, it talks about that there are some that planted the seed, others watered it, but God made it grow. Mm-hmm. And so what's cool for me is to sit and watch a, a former athlete or a current athlete or a coach that's that's growing. And all I'm really doing is being faithful about this throwing seed and God's mm-hmm. making it grow. And that's 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 what I enjoy to do. I, I enjoy watching that process happen. All right. So oh, the, our listeners won't be able to, to see this, but over your uh, right shoulder, I think you've got a jersey of Lamar Jackson behind you. I think a lot of Louisville fans would say that he is one of a kind, one of the most unique people to ever come through this university. Um, I, I know you've had probably hundreds of conversations with him and really gotten to know him. But uh, what is one thing that you can share that people may not know about Lamar Jackson as a person that you got to experience firsthand? Oh, man, there is so many things that you could probably say about him um uh, comedian hilarious funny <laughs> um but he has he has a very tender side to him 
a very a very tender side that where he's truly when you're when you're with him you're with him if you're on his team or you're on his side you're on his side and you know I know that that's you know as far as the the Ravens and the whole trust thing and you know the doing the thing but that that's that's really there's a lot of truth to that you know because those guys if they know that you're loyal to them they will be loyal to you so he he has fun. I've never ever seen Lamar Jackson have a down day. Hmm. I've I second never, that. That's, that's that's he's never had a down day. He's always smiled. He's probably one of the most respectful young men as well. It's it's a yes sir or no sir, and you don't even I don't even have to ask for that. I'm not even wanting that honestly, but he's always he's always that way. Um, no matter where he's at. I, I always tell people the story. You mentioned that, Chris. Uh, he's he's back in town 2019. I believe this is in the midst of his MVP season. And uh, he's hanging out with Imani. And uh, people don't – I mean, he crashes on Imani's couch. The man could buy the nicest room in the Omni if he wanted to. Crashing mm-hmm. on his buddy's couch. Comes into the stadium, says hello to not just the guys he played with, uh, says hello to every single guy, takes pictures, hello to the staff. Like you said, yes, sir, no, ma'am, the most polite guy ever. He he knew me by, by name. We've had a couple. I mean, yeah, we talk and we were teammates and stuff, but, I mean, that's Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But he knew me. Vince, how are you doing? But how, how's everything going? How's rehab? Blah, blah, blah. I knew I hurt my knee, and I've never spoken to him about that. Yeah. It's crazy. So, it's just speaking on his. Yeah, he's treating everybody the same. He's, exactly. he's treating everybody the same. And you know what's what's so special about him is he's really not doing this for the money. He, he would he does he like the money? I'm sure he does. Um, I'm sure he's he's got a, he's going to always have us some money. However, mm-hmm. he does it really for the love of the game. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that were giving him a hard time because he were he was running routes with a high school guy or something like that. I can't remember what had happened a couple years ago and they're thinking, why are you damaging your potential future over playing a pickup routes with these guys? That's him. Mm-hmm. That's who he is. He loves the game. He loves cutting up and playing the game of football. And it's the money's nice. I'm sure, but he's not doing it for that. I mean, it's, it's evident in the way he lives his life. That's a lot of, a lot of guys that come through this program that, that I can, I can probably say the same thing yeah. about. So yeah, it's, it's good to watch people grow and mature and that stuff. Let's switch gears here and, and let's talk about the real reason you're here. April 25th, 7 PM Traeger center, the U of L FCA night of champions, the 2022 edition of this. Um, I've been to this uh, probably six, seven times was a, a table host for several years. Uh, one of the, the coolest events that U of L puts on um, for those who aren't familiar with it or, or anything, just tell us a little bit about night of champions and what it's for and how it benefits uh, FCA as a ministry. Yeah, this is, this is our one night a year where we, um, we, we kind of have a pep rally for what God has done on our campus throughout the year. And it started in 2007, and we had 10 tables of 10. So we had 100 people. It was a cool thing to have at the time. It was, you know, Coach Cragthorpe, Dan McDonald, Rex Carmel, Mark Crabtree, Arthur Albiero, Ron Mann. 
Um, I'm sure I'm leaving some people out. Um, Kelly uh, Rothberg. It was a ton of coaches. Okay. Um, But we raised the money to support a full-time staff person on campus. And, And then what has happened, the same concept with the water, the bamboo, we started small and then slowly we're just being faithful. And then in 2019, we had 170 tables. Wow. Of 10. Wow. So 1,700 people. And, and so what, what that night does is it showcases what has happened on, that, on our campus um, throughout the year. We've added staff. We have eight staff people um, on our staff now with U of LFCA. Um, we'll have a couple of testimonies, highlights. We've got a... Um, we're going to recognize uh, Mitch Hall is, is on our football team. We've got a video, Mitch lost his mother. Hmm. Um, and I don't want to give too much of that, but mm-hmm. you know, it's a great, great opportunity to see what God did in that story. Mm-hmm. We have a, a spotlight of our women's volleyball team where my wife, Tammy's involved and serves with the women's volleyball and they've had great success um, over this past year. But why they had, the reason they had great success is because those, those seeds were planted years ago. And those girls grew up to really be loyal to one another. And they got a great, great story with that. And then we also have something with men's basketball. Because men's basketball, Aaron Nance has been working with um, men's basketball. And he, he's a former football player here. But he played basketball overseas professionally for a while. And Aaron's been um, in part of that. And that's we prayed for somebody to be a part of the basketball team, as I have been with the football team for so many years. So the Night of Champions, it's April 25th. The meet and greet will be from 6 to 6.45. The program will start at 7. It's free. If you would like to be a table host, all you have to do is go to our website at uoflfca.org. Hit the register button. You can register a table. You bring, or that person that wants to register brings eight people, and then we will put an athlete at each table. And so you just watch the program. There's not a charge. Um, there'll be a donation at the end. If you feel compelled to donate, be part of what, what we're doing here on campus. It's it's an ask to be part of it. Well, I'm going to tell the public, you know, I'm sorry to disappoint everybody. I'm done being an athlete. I'm not going to sign any autographs at the beginning. <laughs> but <laughs> but oh, I encourage everyone to give. This is an unbelievable ministry on campus. It's affected so many lives. It has moved so many people. And my last question for you, Chris do you think we'll be able to beat the time of getting our food back to the table this year? Cause it's been two years since we've had it now. And that was always it's been the two years. Was, yeah. Okay. So here's, here's how we're going to break the, the record. Okay. Texas roadhouse has always been so gracious to donate the food this year. We're not having Texas roadhouse this year because of some things came up. So now what we're doing is we're having Chick-fil-A. Okay. So Chick-fil-A will actually come to the table. They're going to bring it to the table. So you don't even have to get up. You don't even have to really walk. I don't think we're still kind of working that out. If we do put it on the tables and you got to get up and walk a little bit, we'll beat the time, man. We will beat, we will beat the time. I promise. Whatever that is. Incredible. This man worried about his food and his autographs. I mean, what, what are you post football, man? This isn't the guy that I, I've heard so much about. No, totally kidding. Chris, thank you so much again for joining us. And uh, for those who, who didn't catch it, that's uoflfca.org. 
Uh, you can go to the website, learn about U of L FCA, what's happening on campus, uh, and then learn about Night of Champions and how uh, you can um, attend that event. Again, it's free, no charge to go and listen to to what's going on. And if you feel so compelled, donate um, and, and support FCA. Chris, thank you so much, man. Hopefully, we can have you back on soon and we can chop it up. Best of luck to you guys, and uh, I can't wait to see what happens on the 25th and, and see maybe next year we need like 159,000 tables. I mean, who knows? Oh, no. we'll, we'll, Let's we'll do see it. What happens? Let's go. We'll get after it. Cannot thank Chris Morgan enough for taking the time out of his busy schedule to join us tonight on From the Pink Seats. We talk about this a lot on our show, and, and uh, it's been a trend over the last few years that's uh, trending in the uh, the right way of being talked about. Athletes are people who have emotions. They are not robots. When they lose, they hurt. They don't like to be criticized in those moments, just like nobody else likes to be criticized. They don't like to be torn apart, torn down. Everyone feels real emotion, so it's an incredible perspective uh, to get from Chris on, on what it's like to be behind the scenes and do life with those uh, people as they go through their athletics ups and downs. So thank you to Chris again for for jumping on the podcast and talking about Louisville FCA. Please be sure to support uh, FCA Night of Champions April 25th at 7 p.m. at the Traeger Center. That is a free event, as Chris said. Uh, from the show perspective, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Pink Seats Pod. You can give me, Matt, and Vince a follow all on Twitter at JacobLane08, at Matt underscore McGavick, and at Vincent Lacoco. Uh, be sure to also follow Follow Chris at UofL FCA. Uh, tons of insight there and a, and a ton of uh, perspective into to his role and what he does uh, with the athletes of the University of Louisville. Uh, stay tuned. We've got some more great stuff in the works uh, for our audience. Spring football is over. Recruiting is on the uptick. We're going to be back next week to talk about all of that. And hopefully we'll see. Maybe a special guest will join us here on From the Pink Seats podcast. So until next time, folks, go card. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.